This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Get oh, up. it's Get so nice to be home. Game on this Sunday morning. It is the last day of 2023. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks and a happy holidays to everybody. Let me make sure I get this right. In Bill Arp. You heard of him? Bill Arp. Bill B I double L Arp. A R P. Now people are looking all crazy at the radio or wherever they're listening to us at. They're going, what the heck? Blankety blank is he saying? Are you familiar with where Ben Bill Arp is? I no. want to say Ben Arp, like no. Ben Hill. I don't ben know Hill. why. So I know about Ben Hill. I know about Ben Hill too. But Bill Arp is in Douglas County. That's correct. Very good. Oh, you know about this, huh, Eric? Absolutely. What you Bill. know about what you? Well, give us a nugget like Sam would do. So first off, Bill Arp Parkway is also Highway Five, and Bill Arp Park is the big football complex in Douglas County, and it's all named after Bill Arp. Okay. Who was Bill Arp? Uh, he was a county representative, but I'll, like I said, being in the, the field that I am, we do a lot of football games. They say, where are you okay, going today? So you know. Bill Up Park. We're going uh, to Bill Up. Okay. Yeah. They say he's a humorist, too. But it's out there, uh, communities, Winston and Douglasville and things like yep. that. Yeah, if you get off Highway 5, take a left. It's also known as Bill Up Parkway, and you'll take you right to Bill Up Park, not far from Alexander High School. Well, I, appre- go. I appreciate now I've been Now I've been there. I appreciate that contribution, and that, of course, is the voice of Eric Slaughter who will be an integral part of this first hour because we're going to get into some of these games from yesterday and what the refs did. We've already started going back and forth. But, man, it's been a minute since we have been here in, yeah. our, in our spot. Yeah. We didn't have to come in after somebody else. It's nice to go. It's like we've been visiting a relative in, in Australia because our, our body clocks are all messed up. We did mornings last week. Happy to do it. Um, but, again, getting back here on the set. And, by the way, just to remind us what we did last week, we're going to be here with you tomorrow. Yeah. It yeah, we New, will. New, yeah, Year, we will. New, Year, New Year's Day. We will be doing a show, sitting in for the morning shift. Um, and you know, like I said. As happy, you cook your greens and black-eyed peas. I got my I got my black-eyed peas. You got yours? Yeah, I got some. Okay. Amen. Yeah, I got yours. Eric, get your black-eyed peas. You do that every year? Funny you would say it. My mother called me yesterday. She said, you better go get some black-eyed peas. She said it to me last night. Oh, good she luck sure if you haven't got them by now. The, the shelves <laughs> empty? Oh, man. Unless you go right after we get off the air early before folks start, you know, getting their stuff together for whatever they're making today. Good luck and money. Good luck. Good luck. There you go. You'd be getting some off-brand black eyed peas, but I guess that doesn't really matter. Uh, Again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame, 92.9thegame.com, a day after. And there's lots of things to talk about. So, Sam, I tell you what, I'm going to let you throw out, you know, the welcome mat to our audience who want to vent or Maybe praise what they saw yesterday in Georgia, Florida State. Because, well, yeah, I mean it's a mixed bag. I mean, I, you know, I mean it's 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 a shame that the game was you know the way it was and the players that were missing that were missing. But that's college football in this day and age. When you're, when you're playing a game that doesn't have anything to do with 
uh, playing for the championship, the playoff. That's that's what, that's what that's what we're getting this year. Hopefully next year we get less of that. But if I'm a Georgia fan, I'm 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 not happy at all. You're not. I'm not happy at all. And I mean, it's a big win like that, and people are basically going to put an asterisk next to that okay. because of because of all the all the the opt outs. And uh, but but what it did say, and we'll get into this in the next segment. It did say how well your coach and your coaching staff recruits. Yes. And I, to me, that's the thing that yesterday showed for Georgia. But we'll, we'll get into that, you know, next segment. Right, Although so we had a pretty good game down the street and around the corner, too. The Ole Miss-Penn State game. Yeah. I, I, I know Mike Conte. I was Conte, just about to say, you're going to say that softly in this building. <laughs> Mike is not too happy about the outcome. But he had a good time. He did. Gate, the Pitt, Penn State folks showed up. And boy, had a great every time crowd. I saw him on TV, they had the bottom lip poked out. Yeah, but they, the, the crowd came to town, you know. You think great. he stayed till the end, Mike? Oh, Sure. He doesn't know when the next time you're going to get to see Penn State play here. Well, that's true. That's true. You know what I mean? That, that, we, that's, that's a rare. That's the thing. Like last year, Ohio State playing here, we were like, "Whoa!" But that's what being in, in a in a New Year's Six bowl game can do. You know that that's what the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl is a New Year's Six bowl game, and so having teams like that play in this game are a possibility now. Well, Gary, shout out to Gary Stoken too. Absolutely. Yeah, very he, he much, actually asked very about much. you. I saw we saw him on Friday. Did he, did, he, did he have the sandwich card for you? No, he, boy, I, I, he, always, no, he didn't. He always had the I card. I didn't see him personally. I just okay. we saw him on TV and yeah. then reached out to him after the show. He always he, has that card for you. Yeah, everybody I, works with him too. How you doing? Can you still use those if you got like some from I mean, how long are they good? Forever. Really? Oh yeah. I got a couple in some drawers. Find them. Find them. I can find them, <laughs> can find them and go use them. Yeah. And, but and, not today. No, you can't do unless I'm up in New York. And they ain't open that yet. No, they ain't not open her yet, but they're trying to. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio. Pistons won. 92.9 game. That's right. I heard that while I was sleeping last night. Somebody saw the scroll and out loud said, the Pistons won. Pistons won, dude. <laughs> yeah, so the streak is over. They do, They now do not have the all-time uh, record for losing games on the professional level of all the professional sports here in America, North America. Yeah. Yeah, that includes Canada. It was so. the, the uh, record tying losing streak, twenty eight games, one twenty nine, one twenty seven over Toronto. Okay, so again, I, I'm I'm curious about what you, you know folks are going to say about Georgia. I think that is the nature of the beast. Give them now. the number. Give them the number. Four zero four seven two six. You got to holler at me. Four two four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Yeah. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. The question is, how come you ain't got this memorized by now? <laughs> exactly. Yep, yep. Um, so we're going to get into Georgia. We're going to get into what we saw Cowboys and Lions last night because that's a whole other episode of Oprah because the, the, the refs just gave it to them. I don't care what anybody says. We can get an explanation of how it should work from Eric Slaughter, who is a ref, but they snatched it. Whether you want to call it complacency or looking at some girl in the stands, the ref had these two dudes right in front of them and didn't acknowledge they're coming into the game. That's on him. It wasn't like they were a mirage. They walked to him. This was not as okay. So we're going to get into that. Okay, I got to pace right, myself. All right, all right, all but right. The other right. thing, we had what we thought was going to be the future shortstop of the Atlanta Braves is now been sent packing up to Boston. There was a little deal that happened yesterday with, yeah, with, with Atlanta Braves and and got a guy who I'm looking at with a skunk eye. Sam says I I should not I should put my attitude toward him in my back pocket yep. and give him a chance. Yep. Very much. Talking very about much. Chris Sale. Very much. And, is, we'll, 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 and, and we'll get into that. You know what? It, and ironically, 
it comes on the scene just a couple of days after a guy who we once thought was the future shortstop long-term for this team announced his retirement, Antleton Simmons. Did he really? Reti- uh, I yeah, didn't even hear that. His, his retirement this week. And, and when he came up with the team, everybody says, boy, Braves got him one for you know, uh-huh. 10, 12 years, and he ended up getting traded away. Well, you know he, what I mean? He was 50-50 and, in that you know, he, he, was, he showed some incredible range and making plays, and then there was the other side of it. He was, that, he was that wide receiver who could catch the most incredible bombs and one-handed catches, and you throw it right to him sometimes, and he just drop it. Make the great catch. Couldn't do yep, the everyday stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Well, that's the thing. And, and how are people going to think about Vaughn Grissom? You're going to watch and see what happens, see if he blossoms yeah. and, turns, and turns into that guy that we thought he was going to. Ironically, that's where he played. His, he, he broke in up there, right? Really? I think when he joined the Braves, I think his first game, the Braves were on the road. They were in Boston. I know he performed well right out of the out of the box. Yeah, but um, it's sad to see him go. But listen, we all waited to see. Boy, you, you know who you want to send this to? By the way, as we sit here and talk about this, yeah, boy, Mark Simon. Yeah, who came on and talked about you know talked about him and talked about the shortstop that we have and, and, and this team. But there was a deal that happened, so we're going to get into that throughout the show. Also. Uh, New Year's Eve, as we sit here on this last day of 2023, mm-hmm. it's kind of some stories from our past, some things that have happened. Maybe while you were doing TV, I got one when I was doing radio down the dial, something that happened. So we're going to talk about that. We also got Terrell Thomas, uh, Hawks. <sighs> Let me just make sure we got this game for you tonight here because I'll tell you what, uh, these guys are at Washington. The game's going to be over on V103. Okay. So we got Falcons, Bears. That pregame's 11, kicking mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And if you want to check out the Hawks in Washington, that's over on V103, pregame at uh, 2.30, tip at 3. And then we got uh, Green Bay in Minnesota tonight, 7.30, pregame, kick at 8. wonder what that's going to be like for folks that are at that game, paying attention to it, and right up, right, coming right up to New Year's Eve. Sports bars, places like that, showing this Sunday night game. Right up to New Year's Eve, what that's going to be like. Yeah. I don't know that I'd want to be in an establishment like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, it's I just know. me. I've, I've done it a few times to where I know that at this age and where I'm at, nah, I want to do it. Y'all go have fun with that. That's why, the, you know, we, we get into New Year's <laughs> Eve and, and, and going out and were you a New Year's Eve go-out person? Some people are New Year's Eve go-out people. You got to do it. Well, you got to do it early. You know, you do it, you're, you know, as soon as you can, get into establishment. So we'll say, uh, well, 21, wink, wink, wink. Um until you get to a certain age, and of course it depends on family and how many kids, what, you, what your yeah, responsibilities yeah, yeah, are. Yeah. But it is an amateur night. It is the first amateur night of the year. And if y'all don't know about amateur nights, most of our audience has heard me talk about this ad nauseum. Yeah. But there are eight of them throughout the course of the year, and this is, what do they call, talk about, the Rose Bowl? This is the granddaddy of them all. Yeah. <laughs> Although yeah. I'm not sure, because St. Patrick's Day gives them a run for their money. Yeah, but this one, because it's night, there's no way you have to be tomorrow. You know what I mean? That's that, and that's the thing about it. Um, you got a day off, you got a day free. You can go out here tonight and stay out till five if you want to. Um, Except you know. for the officers of the law and the first responders and the people who we need to do what they regularly do, and they have, they to, have they, to be responsible. They have to be vigilant tonight. Yes, they do. They, they have to be vigilant tonight. So you know, we'll talk about that and how things are changing in different events. And we don't have a peach drop in town. No. Nope. Did you ever go to that? Um. I accidentally went to it while well, I tripped into the area. getting lo- I had to go up. I was going somewhere else, and the roads were taking you around this way, and I ended up down there. Um, but, no, I never got out of the car and went and stood down there for the peach beer. Yeah, I was, I was down there once. 
I, I, one time, one time with well, that. You had to be covering it. Your station had to be covering well, it. Well, they were while. doing that, that, but this was before I even was back here. I was living in North Carolina, and I was here for the football game that couldn't be played back home, the last football game to be played at Fulton County Stadium, which was East Carolina against NC State. Okay. And they couldn't play back home because they had had a riot at a what? game. And Jim Valvano, who was the AD, not just the, but the, the AD at NC State, declared, we will not play them again. And hmm. so uh, the good folks down here with the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, I'm trying to figure if Gary Stokens involved with it because he's an NC State guy. Okay. Figured out we're going to get NC State in East Carolina and we're going to bring them out of state and we're going to play them down here in the Peach Bowl. Hmm. Great ball game. Okay. Great, great, great ball game. And um, they, it was a game they couldn't play back home. But the downtown area was that. So I'm in town and some of the people with the teams are – going through some places, and I went to uh, – because the game was on New Year's Day. And so New Year's Eve, I ended up walking through Underground, and it was right there when it was going on. So that's that's my one time being down at Peace <laughs> There's a whole lot of folks, man. Big wall of people. I can imagine. You know, I said, okay, done that. Uh, <laughs> well, as you said, no big, uh, no big ball in New York. There's no uh, peach here. But there is something that's being dropped that got my attention. Okay. I had never heard of this before. What's that? Never been to it. I don't think I've ever been to Tallapoosa, Georgia before. But they, you know what they have there? They dropped the possum. They dropped the possum. Dropped the possum. I never heard drop. of a possum drop. Possum drop, man. <laughs> so the possum drop, which, by the way, has been going on. Hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Since uh, Tallapoosa. Possum drop been going on for a minute. 1839. 18. This is when, well, let's see, Tallapoosa, that's when they came around. They've been dropping that possum that long. <laughs> So anyway, I'd never heard of the possum drop. Y'all look that up and, and, and get educated on the possum drop. And Tallapoosa, Georgia, while you're at it. All right, we're going to bring this referee in here next. You want to do that next? Oh, wait, wait, we're going to save him, okay, because we got to talk about Georgia. And by the way, Sam wants me to give the number out again, 404-726-0929, 404-726-0929. What you think about what you saw yesterday? You excited about it? You think it was great? Are you mad? Whatever. As you this is Sam and Greg uh, with Eric, other side of the glass on this final day of 2023. Sports Radio 1990 Game and 1990Game.com. Sports Radio 1990 Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this last day of 2023. Man, they opened up Cheshire Bridge yet. I'm sorry, I just went nope. sideways. <sighs> That's maddening. What's going on over there? Y'all need to open that street. I mean, they just got it. It seemed like they just got it worked out, right? <laughs> I know, right? And then they just they got to close it again. You got to do something about it underneath there. You got to talk. We got to do something with the neighbors downstairs. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, Sam and Greg, on this uh, last day of 2023, lots of things, believe it or not, to talk about. We got all these games going on. And, of course, yesterday, Georgia, well, they, they fulfilled what they had to, and they went out and actually played in that game, even though Florida State only halfway showed up. But, listen. Kirby let us know that these guys are going to approach this game like any other, and the guys wanted to go out and win this game, and boy, did they ever. But it gave you sort of a feeling about, you know, even before the first kickoff, you, you know, the, the participation by Florida State and, more importantly, the nature of college football right now once you get in. If you're not included in them top four, or next year it'll be 12, but these guys seem to be jumping off the ship. Because they want to get ready for the next league. And, and, of course, that leaves teams debilitated. And games like yesterday happen. How does that make you feel? 404-729-0929. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's not what you used to. It's not what you grew up with. 
Obviously not, and this this shows it. But, I mean, you know, for the people who want to see Georgia get a big win, it was a laugher. I mean, but you're beating a JV team. Yeah. You know, it's 663-3. That's nice. But, if, like I said, I'm a Georgia fan, a real Georgia fan. I'm, I'm, I'm like, ticked that, uh, you know, if a team had to go down and play a game, you know, like that. Because what do you get? you got to put an asterisk by that. You know, Florida State, and, and also Florida State, while, while they're saying we want to leave the ACC, we're going to step away from the ACC, what does that do to their most steam and momentum to want to do that? When well, they go, you know what I mean? They That's can a, still want it. We all know what will get them out. And it doesn't but matter I'm how just, they feel. But I'm just saying, you know, what, what conferences, yeah, we, y'all, got, y'all got run by Georgia 63-3. to We really want you in our conference. No, they want the check. They don't you care. I believe, me personally, that result has nothing to do with whatever conference will accept them. Uh, it's they got to write the check. and Because we have now seen blatantly put in front of us, it is all about the money. Yeah. Whether you're going to field half a team or you're going to opt out because you're getting ready for the next level or whatever the case, it is about the money. Since we have looked behind the curtain and showed that NCAA and, and, and all these educational institutions are about the bottom line, okay, well then. We just have to accept that it's going to run into areas that heretofore we hadn't seen. And it. that is why the players are taking off and yep. going in, you know. And I'm curious to see how many guys from the Georgia team after yesterday hit the transfer portal because they got some new game tape. They got some new film. They got something new for their resume, especially the guys who hadn't played a lot. Well, now you at Georgia, now you've played in a bowl game. You know, now you got some good tape. You know, you're going to market yourself. Are you going to come back next year? The team you have this year is the team you have this year. Right. And that's what drives the point home. While you're – okay. i tell you what. You want yeah, to... yeah we, we, got, we, got a, we got a listener because we invited people to, to give us a call. Give us the number again. I said it wrong earlier. 404-726. I might have said another number. 726-726-0929. 404-726-0929. And we got someone who's been patiently waiting. Who do we have? We have Al in Douglasville. Al, uh, welcome to Sports Radio 929 again. Man, thank thank y'all for taking my call. I love y'all show. Number number one, I love y'all show. Number two, good morning, Georgia. And he is social. Like that wakes me up every day. All right. All right. Appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Now, as, as a Georgia fan, Georgia alum, like, yeah, I, I loved it. I, I but I, I get what you're saying, Sam. I, I get everything you're saying, but for me, I don't care. Not I, I don't care anything about any other team but my team. And so, finish the drill, and we finish the drill. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. You know it, what? What else? Well, the other thing that it says to me is how well you, your school recruits, because to, for that to not make a difference, I think that's the other part of it. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, and and I, I got to throw this out there. Like Friday night, I listen to y'all every single Friday night when I'm riding home from my school. Okay, which school is that? I I, I personally work at uh, Villarica High School. So okay, Wildcats. That's right. All right and, now, and and, I, and so when I when I went to Villarica High School, my first year there. I learned about the possum drop in Harrison County. Ah, <laughs> yeah. You need to send a memo to the rest of us because I ain't never heard of it. <laughs> heard about that. Heard about that. Uh, it, we appreciate it, man. No, I, I don't know if we, we lost him there for a minute there. but No, uh, thanks so much for checking in with yeah, us. Yeah. And, happy, and happy New Year. Love y'all, man. Love y'all. Happy New Year and, 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 and blessings to y'all family. 
All right, same to you and yours. Same to you and yours. See, this man knows all about the possum drop. (laughs) 404-726-0929. You know what, though? He said what a lot of Georgia fans would say. Our team, that's who we had to play. We go out and and, and, and play them. And and, uh, and the the score is ridiculous for a game between Georgia and Florida State. You know, midseason, those two teams meet. That's not going to be the score that you get. But things, so many things have transpired since that time. And so, you know, that's that's the, the, the other part of it. But they did what they had to do. But like I said, appreciate this team. This is what you get this year. This is, you, this is your team for this year. It doesn't mean anything about what's happening for next year. You know, these guys, like I said, they could stay. But some of them who got a chance to play some yesterday could bolt. It's, it's just out there, right? I was trying to think of a really good analogy. I, I thought I had one, but it's not really spot on. But I was thinking about and I keep drawing um, the comparison to the Olympics because we have a number of sports sporting events that take place, which is comes down to voting. And which, by the way, is an analogy a lot of people used when talking about how these four two te- these last four teams were chosen and the way it was decided. And this team beat that team. And a lot of speculation about what Florida State would look like without the court. All that conversation reminded me of how you get to a gold medal sometimes in some of these sports. Not all of them, but some of them. And I was just thinking about the team that was – or the individual that was left out. I was trying to come up with a boxing analogy. Like, you remember when Roy Jones Jr. was in the Olympics and he got left out of that heavyweight final? Or he was, was he beaten, but he really wasn't beaten? He got, in other words, he got a medal taken from him. Yeah. I forgot exactly this is, this is how in it Korea, was. In Korea, yeah. right? Yeah. And it was one of those subjective decisions. But everybody on the planet could see he was the best boxer. Yeah. It, well, that kind of happened to Holyfield. That kind of happened to Holyfield, too. You know, everybody yeah. thought, felt that, that, that he got robbed in his. We got another caller from Gainesville. Oh, we do? I yep. didn't hear you, Eric. I'm sorry. I would have shut up. Yep. Was the name Fritz? Fritz from Gainesville. Good morning. Welcome hey. to uh, Weekend Ones with Sam and Greg. Hey, good morning, fellas. Your show is on my side chick. I'll disrupt the show. That's my side chick. I'm a married man. That's my side chick. <laughs> okay. uh, I, just, right. I just thought you guys so much, man, you know. Hey, um, Georgia, man, what, y'all got to say, what, what, what if we come out flat? You know, I mean, there, there was a statement game. We was the four best team. We was the four best, one of the four best teams. Yeah. Right? We agree four with Four best teams. So, so we have to come Kirby's about to, about to put a statement. We, we was the four best team. We, we, we're not going to come out flat. We're going to focus. We're going to focus. We're going to focus. Yeah, no, you're We absolutely- just got screwed. We just got screwed. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that. But, but, you all guys watching the, the Lions games last night. Lions get school last night. Thank you. We'll get into that. We're gonna get into that. We'll get into that we too. We're gonna get into that. We but, we but, agree with you. But, but you know the thing that says that's because Kirby Smart has recruited so well. When you recruit that, as well as he recruited, you can deep. do that, right? Yes, that's because the team is deep. Is is we we so we so deep. And at the end of the day, you know? and, and at the end of the day, Kirby is t- listen. Kirby Smart and what he's done so far. Listen, at the end, of, you could actually say that Kirby could be going for his fourth national championship. Were he allowed to be in this playoff because he was one two a pass away from winning it against Alabama? Yeah. All right. And then he yep. got the two. And then if he were a part of this playoff, given what we saw last night, I don't care who you went up against. Even if you left Alabama in there and took maybe Washington or Texas out, because you know Michigan was the number one team, so you keep them in there. But just to prove a point. That's what's maddening about everybody's angst today, because we saw what they, sh- you know, are. Many Alabama fans are gonna say, "Well, you know, where was that against us?" Yeah, in your yep. backyard. Yeah, that's what they're gonna say. We do well. You know what? It was in our well, their backyard, but Alabama's home away from home, right? 
<laughs> Kirby Smart has some thoughts after the game. And when we talk about, you know, your team this year being your team this year mm-hmm. with the opt-outs and that type thing. And after winning the way they did, by the score that they won by, this is what he had to say. And maybe I'm wrong here, and maybe this will be a bad soundbite. But people need to see what happened tonight, and they need to fix this. It needs to be fixed. It's very unfortunate that they, who has a good football team and a good football program, are in the position they're in. And everybody can say it's their fault and it's still their own problem. All right, and everybody can say that we had our guys and they didn't have their guys. I can listen to all that, but college football has got to decide what they want. And I know things are changing, and I think things are going to change next year. And you know what? There's going to still be bowl games outside of those. People got to decide what they want and what they really want to get out of it, because it's really unfortunate for those kids on that sideline that had to play in that game that didn't have their full arsenal, and it affected the game 100%. They made up my mind what they want, Kirby. They want money. Yeah, and here's the other thing. That's already done. If you are looking for change other than what we have or what they have coming around the corner, there's only two dudes who can stand up and do and and, and voice that: him and Saban. Saban ain't gonna do it. Saban will do what he does for his program. He'll get up and 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 be volatile and say all sorts of things like he did the other, you know, last year when he was talking about, well, we don't have the same advantage, and we went out and and then Dabo said something about him, and other people criticized him. Dude, help the bigger picture. Help the bigger, you know, the sport itself. But there's only two voices that bring credibility to enact any sort of, or at least begin enacting any sort of change, and it's not Kirby because it used to be just Nick. But I think Kirby's the only other person who can do that now on the college football level. Am I well, wrong? Well, no, I think you have guys all over who who, who, command, who can command that. I think you got a couple of guys in the Big Ten who, who can command that. You, you got Harbaugh isn't anymore. I just while well, he should, he should. He's a lightning rod, though, so yeah, people yeah, don't take okay, him seriously. Okay, but people will listen, though. They listen. Whatever they, he says, they're going to listen, whether they agree he, with him or like him or not. But you're going to pull up your chair and you're going to listen to what he has talk, to say. They don't listen to dudes with you national know? championships. And well, the same. Well, they're going to listen to guys who are at the top of the totem pole and got the kind of recruits that they're able to do because that's what makes you. That's, that's what allows you to get there. You got to recruit so well. You got to have not only the talent, but you got to have the depth, and that's the thing that, that gets you there. Those are the guys, I think who can speak on this, because can they still compete even after you have the opt-outs? And that's what Georgia was able to do. After the opt-outs, they're still one of the strongest teams in the nation. And so I think any of the guys who are up there right now, you know, Harbaugh, even, I mean, Ohio State is off this year, but, but they could as they, well. I, don't, I, don't, I, I disagree I, with I, you I with think, those. I think, I think there's only two guys that, no. that command that sort of attention for the obvious reasons, and Harbaugh, as successful as he has been, Going back to even Stanford, he's looked upon as kind of a, you know, you know how people used to think Mike Leach, God rest his soul? Yeah. He was a great coach, but he yeah. was quirky. That's where Harbaugh, he fits into that lane. Great coach, want your kid to go play for him, but kind of quirky. They would never have Mike Leach as being the sole person, the voice, <laughs> when trying well, to Well, no, and, and, and he kind of knew that, but he didn't get to the, he didn't get to this level. He didn't get a team to to, to, to play off the way the way Harbaugh has. Well, we're, that, we're that, not, that makes it that makes it that, to me to me that makes the difference. But the overall message from Kirby, we all agree with. Something's got to be done, and I don't know what it's going to look like. We got the twelve teams starting next year, but as long as there and as he said it, you know the thing that got us shaking it. There's still going to be bowl games. There's still going to be programs who need that check to come in that aren't a part of that to pay for the volleyball and and all the other. You know, sports you have at your school. But anyway, like I said, we will get back into that. Um, this is New Year's Eve. And there's some New Year's Eve's from our past we want to talk a little bit about. And if you guys want to join us, again, 
726-0929. Be the Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, last day of 2023. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this last day of 2023. Had Eric play this. You hear that music pretty much everywhere. It's used now. They, and there's no royalties that have to be paid. And if they did, God bless, uh, what do you call it? Um, you know who wrote that song? Neil Diamond. Really? Neil Diamond wrote that song. Monkeys okay, used the monkeys it. monkeys recorded it. Recorded it on this day, which is why I had Eric play it. Things stayed at number one forever. But that piece of music, there are grocery stores using that. There's other businesses using that. You hear that song, all that well, that piece of music without the lyrics, all the time. And I just wonder if checks are landed at Neil Diamond's doorstep every time they play that. Yeah. And some of these people, man, they write a song for somebody else, and they, and they just sit back and don't work anymore. I remember for 30, you know what didn't work for 30 years? Because he wrote the theme song to The Tonight Show, Paul Anka. Wow. He wrote that theme song and didn't have to worry about working for 30 years, thanks to Johnny. So this was they another kept one. the same song. Wanted to throw that out there. Also on this last day of the year, Match Game debuted. With Gene, oh, Ra- with Gene Rayburn, your old boy there with the with the with the two foot stick like microphone. Microphone, right? <laughs> that was there. Jerry Garcia and Bob Weir played for the first time together for the Deadheads in our audience. Wanted to put that out there. And um, you ever heard of a person named Rola? I want to get this right. N. Harger, H A R G E R, otherwise known as Doctor R N Harger. It's relevant today that we mention his name and give him an acknowledgement. He is the person who invented what it was known as the drunkometer. Really? Yeah. It was the first breath test in the United States. And he was the guy who invented it. And it was in Indiana. That's where he's from. But the drunkometer was invented. And rightfully so. You wouldn't want to see this thing on May 15th being invented. You want it ready for December 31st. But there you go. Your insignificant information of the day. Uh, as we get ready for this first Amateur Night of the Year, and by the way, let me remind you, there's eight of them. This is one of the only things that I've come up with that's made it to the Radio Hall of Fame, just to acknowledge people when these days hit. But there are eight amateur days or nights of the year, and those are the days or nights of the year who people who don't normally drink and drive will do just that, thus the name. So, of course, this is New Year's Eve. This is the first one. You got your number two is St. Patrick's Day. Number three, Cinco de Mayo. No, you skipped one. Hang on, New Year's? Oh, well, that's true. In the calendar year, you're right. New Year's Eve, Super Bowl Sunday. I always like to save that one for last because it's like America's only unofficial holiday. Well, but you're right. In it's, the, it's right after Going New through Year's. the calendar year. Yeah. New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. Super Bowl Sunday, mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day, Cinco de Mayo. Got up to four here. Then the three summer holidays, Memorial Day, 4th of July, Labor Day. And the last one, Halloween night. So those are the, the amateur days of the year. And just be careful out there. Sam and I, Eric, everybody here at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, everybody under the Odyssey umbrella that you listen to, that you, you feel like they're a part of the fabric of your world, you know, you got to tune into us. We ain't got time going to hospitals visiting our listeners. Am I correct? No time. All right. So you guys got to keep it just, safe. Keep it safe. Be very, very, very safe out there. If, you're doing, if you're doing your fireworks, also be safe with that. That that becomes a thing that, you know, they they, they put them for sale here a few years back, and people feel like they go get them and just fire them off anytime they want to. <laughs> Terrorizing <laughs> all the pets in the community. That. Oh, please don't get me started. Terrorizing this. all the pets. 
And there's, you know, there actually is a time when it's supposed to stop. It's supposed to stop at 1 a.m. Okay. It's supposed to stop at 1 a.m. Supposed to be in the key word in that sentence. You know what I mean? But but sentence. but there are people who get them and it just it just goes all night. So be careful with those things if you do it tonight. If you have to do it. What's 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 a bigger warning? Those who use fireworks or those who do a fried turkey on Thanksgiving? Well, in twenty twenty three, I don't know that it's not equal. If folks have been burning down houses and blowing up stuff to try that I fried guess, turkey. Yeah, but the fried the turkey time. fried turkey don't 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 traumatize your pets. You know, that's 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 the, the other thing. The, the fire the fireworks will do that. But there's it's New Year's Eve and I don't know what people plan on doing. Some people have traditional things they do. Um but a lot of things are divine to get people off the streets. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be on the streets right now. I know a lot of churches usually have watch night uh church that people would go late and, and I think fewer and fewer churches are doing it. They may be doing something around five or six or seven o'clock, but nothing that late just so people will be off those, you know, be, be, be other, off the, be off the road. Easter Sunday, what about going to the top of Stone Mountain? Did they used to do that? For, for, for New, New Year's? Year's Eve, yeah. I'm just curious. I'm not, you know what? There's things happening in Stone Mountain. I'm glad you brought that up. There are a number of things that are happening. The battery is having something. Got something going up, too. There's something happening at the battery. So that's around 6 o'clock, and I think that's, um, you know, and so we're going to have that. That's going to be going on. I'd like to live with the battery if I was, like, 19. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'd be right up in there. You, with a third figure, floor figure you got things going on out there. That's, that's something's happening. Um, there's something is happening for kids at Stone Mountain. There's a Stone Mountain Kids Early New Year's Eve celebration. Um, and um, let me see, there'll be a magical snowfall, early countdown uh, once it hits 9 o'clock. So that, thing, that thing's going to be wrapping up kind of early. It's going to have fireworks and things like that. So there's something's happening at Stone Mountain. Children's Museum having the Atlanta Bubble Bash. I thought you were um, say bath. Yeah, you got him. Well, that's something you could take your kids to and be safe. Now, there's some things yeah. that are also going at the Crown Plaza. There's a big celebration up there that costs you what you know people um, thirty bucks, forty bucks to get in. That's something. And then there's another one that's um, the, the Peach Fest that is replacing the Peach Drop, uh, which is going to be held in Underground Atlanta. But you got to buy tickets too. And so it's nothing happening. There's this big free thing downtown with the peach that drops. But but I don't know if you were much of a New Year's Eve Oh, person. yeah. Yeah. In Chicago, yeah. Come, I mean, growing up, I mean, especially in your teens and into my 20s. Where did then, you go? Where, 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 where were you going? Different. We'd go, A, downtown. Sometimes we'd go to a club. We'd try and sneak into a club when the drinking age was this. That was, that was my objective. There was just a lot of things going on in Chicago. New Year's Eve, not so much now the way it used to be, but also it depended on the weather. Sometimes you couldn't go anywhere because there were three feet of snow out there, right? Yeah, so you couldn't right. go. But when you could get out in the car and you, you had that friend who had the car you put four of your friends into, and we would go to different places. I remember one year I took a flight. I, I, left, I bought a ticket to go see my brother <laughs> uh, in Los Angeles. And you leave at a certain time out of Chicago. Basically, you're celebrating New Year's Eve. You're three flying times. through the time zones, exactly. right? Flying through the so time zones. So when I landed, it was New Year's Eve, but I left. It was like just a few minutes up, and then we was it was New Year's, and then we started flying west and continue. Had another one out over the mountains, so that was kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, the cruise ship was what it was when I worked there on New Year's Eve. I did a couple times after. Well, I told this story before when I after I left the cruise and I started working here in Atlanta. I'd go home and see my mother. She was by herself and. So I would go home Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'd bring a ton of presents and all that. But one Christmas, I was sitting in her bedroom, 
with her and my nephew, because that's where the, she had the cable piped into her bedroom. Right? Okay. So that's where the big TV was. And we were watching Malcolm X. And she was schooling him on Malcolm X, mm-hmm. the elder sort of tell. But I was sitting around thinking to myself, I'm in the third biggest city in America. I got a pocket full of money, and I'm in my mother's bedroom. And it was a Friday night. So I I asked her at that point. I said, Mom, next year, do you mind if I don't come home Christmas? I want to do something. And, you know, I'll come home Thanksgiving. She said, baby, you go do what you got to do. And that was the next year I started a three-year pilgrimage to Nassau every year for Junkanoo, which is the festival that starts. Well, I don't know when it starts, but yeah. it's all night long. And if you don't, it's sort of like a Mardi Gras-type parade. Mm-hmm. And you got to understand this. Nassau is seven miles by 22 miles. Eighty percent of the people who live there, I would say, that are working have some sort of connection to the hospitality field. They're working and bringing us, you know, taking care of us. So they stick their kids in bed in the evening, finish work, leave around midnight, go home, wake them up, put on their headgear and all the the, the costumes and come back down to Bay Street. And it's all night long with steel drums and music mm-hmm. going. Red Stripe is flowing everywhere and and, and, and and all the drinks that you can think of from the Bahamian Islands. So I did that three. I've, in fact, you know, if you don't know about Junkanoo, go see uh, From Russia With Love again. Sean Connery runs through it in the movie. They leave Junkanoo in there. So that was that. that's my New Year's uh, remembrance, most fond Man, I mean, I, 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 I went to one Hotel, I forget. It may have been the Ravinia. And I, I just wanted to go to one time a, a hotel to say that I was went to a New Year's Eve mm-hmm. thing where you dressed up. I went one, went once, and never went to it to another <laughs> one. And not, not that it was a bad experience. Yeah. That was a bad experience. But the most memorable New Year's Eve for me was me, me and my guys. Remember about a year out of high school, and and we were all to, to get together, and we said well, New Year's Eve, let's go hang out. So we were riding. Just riding through 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 town, so and so we're coming over to the West End area, around Cascade, and we ride by and we look at this house and we're like, something's glowing inside there. And we said, the house was on fire. What? It wasn't like engulfed in flame, but you could see it riding by there. We got out of the car, and we're walking around because nobody was nobody was coming to the house. There was nobody mm-hmm. had called the fire department or anything, and we said, let's walk around and see if. Everybody's okay. So here we are walking around this house that we don't even know whose house it is because we see something fire, some fire going on, and it wasn't totally engulfed in flames, so people probably weren't noticing it. Right. And we walked around for a while and said, you know what? Maybe it's not a good idea for us to be here because people would think we have something to do, think we have something to do with it, okay. right? Did you give me an age of how old you were around this time? Like, like a couple, of, about a year out of high school. Okay, okay. You know, you're right, guys. You know, we, we're Y'all ain't wanted to get into bars yet, so this yeah, is well, how you we, we, we could have gotten it, but we didn't have anything planned. There was one guy with us who knew of something that we were going to eventually go to. Gotcha. Okay, so we said, you know what? We need to go. And so we we left. We heard, we heard a fire truck coming or something. I said, somebody call somebody, and we, and we, we split. So we go down to this place where this guy says, "It's the house down this road over here, and it's a nice neighborhood." And say, so, "Yeah, we, we 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 going." So we go to this thing. We come to the door and be, "Oh, hey, how are you guys doing? How you doing? Come on in. Give us your coats. Give us your coats." And everyone's downstairs. And you go down there. And man, we went downstairs. These people had a buffet. Uh oh. They had you know, when the stroke of midnight, you can have your black eyed peas and whatnot, like right there, right now, you know. And everybody was all friendly. We were like, and looked around and like. You know anybody in here? <laughs> you know any of these folk, man? I, I don't. I don't know. The, the guy who was telling us all about it says, "So who you know here, man?" Mm-hmm. And 
Craig. Y'all just sitting there like Ralph Cramden. <laughs> Didn't know anybody in the place, oh, man. No. Oh, it was it was like See, y'all need to act like you belong. See, that's the lesson you get. Well, learn. well, I mean they but but they but, they, but the, the people who were running were gonna come and ask us, mm-hmm. you know, who y'all who who, who invited y'all or whatnot. And so we just uh, can we get our coats, please? <laughs> and where did we end up? Waffle House. Waffle House. Ah. <laughs> That's my New Year's Eve adventure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And this is this is in Birmingham. No, oh, this is here. Okay. This is here. Mm. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, again, and everybody out there, listen. A burning house and a New Year's Eve party that you were crashing, basically. You didn't know the people, but they had, they had some nice food that was all lined up. Did you eat before you left? No, man. We'll eat the people's food. I would have done if I'm leaving anyway. I'm not supposed to be there. Grab Eric, it. you ever have a New Year's Eve misadventure? I plead the fifth, sir. I ain't catching oh, no cases see, this morning. But see. no, man, you got to realize this. Just like uh, Greg, I worked in Hopstown. I worked for Marriott for 22 years before I embarked in this radio career. Yeah. And most New Year's Eves, I was uh, Mater D'ing or – Hosting or something like that, and I've got a lot of stories. Yeah. A lot of uh, a yeah. lot of uh, you need some NDAs designed to tell you some of the stories that I can tell you from what happened at the hallways and the lobbies and the back parties of the Marriott hotels. The, have, the several I'm, Marriott I'm hotels. Sure, we I'm have sure. that in common too because it's, I can say the same thing for the cruise ship. Oh yeah, when I was on there, the the, the, the stuff that happened on New Year's Eve. I've I've just what happens I've on kept, the ship. I've kept, that's right. Stayed in. Stayed in the Caribbean. There you go. I take, did take it. to a grave. I, I was going to share this just because it just shows what kind of an idiot I am. When we were working mornings last week, because we were talking about Christmas stuff and what I did my first Christmas here in town in radio. I had to work Christmas Day down at 96. My first time here, the first year I was here. And you didn't do this when you started here working. We just started talking. But if you are in music radio and you do these breaks, a lot of times, well, I guess I didn't talk to, you air check your show, right? You used to actually have a put a cassette in or some kind of tape and tape your show. Yeah. I had started the show, realized I didn't have my air check tape in. Went and got, and I'll tell you exactly, it was from Brothers in Arms, Dire Straits, and I played Money for Nothing, which I knew was an eight-minute song. I put it in. I grabbed my key. I ran down to my car. I had the only car in the parking lot. It's Christmas morning, right? Because I wanted to get my you know, tape out of my car. I run out of the building, jumped down into the elevators. I go running through the doors, and as the doors close behind me, and that you know that lock sound you hear, yeah, I realize I don't have my card to scan to open the doors back in. I got the key to get back in the studio. Whoa! I didn't whoa. have my card, and I locked myself out of the building. And y'all know that building? It's the Glass Triangle building right off of Claremont, 85. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah, see yeah. it from the expressway. That's where 96 Rock used to be. I locked myself out. And luckily did not put the auto stop on on the CD player. And that thing tracked for like 40 minutes. Because that Money for Nothing oh, man. is the second song on the album. So the whole thing played before I found a security guard to let me back in. Not one program director, not one general manager, not one other DJ, no Katie, no Willard, no nobody. Christopher Rude, nobody heard that mistake. Wow. I got away with it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so nice. There's, there's the holiday stuff. Uh, listen, we are moving into the 7 o'clock hour. Mr. Crenshaw, I'll let you know what's going on locally. Terrell Thomas is going to join us, and we're going to talk about these Hawks, but we are not done with the New Year's Eve stuff, and we're going to get into this Cowboys and Lions game too. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.